Welcome to the Strategic Tech Coaching Podcast. Our host, Oscar Endermo, will together with guests share proven, tested strategies for improving your life and business. At the end of each episode, you will learn how you can use technology to implement those strategies into your daily life. We want to help you bridge the gap from inspiration to implementation. Hi, this is Oscar from the Strategic Tech Coaching Podcast. And in this episode, I go walking and talking with Hans Okeblom. Hans Okerblom is the founder of Lutz and Scandinavian Leadership. Lutz is a leadership tool used for facilitating business and organization development. It's a tool that he developed uh, 44 years ago, actually. Uh, so it's been around for a while. He, he has worked with organizations all over the world. He said that when we walked that he, was, he believed that approximately, approximately, I mean, he believed that more than 1 million people had gone through the, the Lutz process and he's trained I think more than 6,000 facilitators all over the world. So it's a, it's a global, uh, global tool used all over the world. I know, for example, hotel chains like uh, Radisson, Resador, they, they use Lutz. Uh, he works with all kinds of different organizations. And it's quite interesting because a lot of these uh, leadership things, uh, they come and go in trends. You know, you have one one year lean is the trend, the next year agility is agile is the trend, and the next time is six sigma, whatever. All these leadership things they they come come and go in different trends. But uh, Lutz uh, has been around for forty four years and it's still going strong. And um, also interesting that he he continuously develops uh, Lutz. So even though the basic framework is the same, he always works on improving how he can share and how he can uh, you know, teach facilitators to become even better in using the tool. So it was really, really good to, uh, to hang out with Hans. He's a very, very nice guy. So, uh, and there was a lot of lessons in this episode, as always. So I'm sure you enjoy. And uh, yeah, here we go. I go walking and talking to Hans Okeblom, founder of Lutz. So we're another episode of the Strategic Tech Coaching Podcast where we're walking and talking and I'm very excited today to talk with Hans Okeblom, founder of Lutz. Welcome to the show, Hans. Thank you very much. I hope you're fit. We're going for a walk now, so you're, you need to be strong. So uh, maybe can you give the listeners a little bit background about Lutz, how you started with Lutz? Well, Lutz started uh, many years ago when I worked as a, came from the university and I worked as a, in different companies as a supporter to the, like an executive assistant. And uh, as soon as they had some kind of problems, they wanted to solve it with a reorganization. <laughs> yeah, classic. Yes, yeah. yeah, so, and I haven't seen anyone who has solved any problems with a reorganization, <laughs> but they cause a lot of other problems because people start to become, what we say, lots, become very inside out. They worry about their position, their role, mm-hmm. and so on. So they, they forget to think outside in, mm-hmm. to put the customers and stakeholders in focus. So, so it becomes more about the political games inside the organization. And for example, that, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I started to de- develop a process that would help you think much more outside in and inside out in balance over time. Mm-hmm. And that's how Lutz was born. And this, that was, uh, how, how long time have you been doing Lutz now? The first uh, presentation was made in uh, 22nd of May 1973. 1973, so, yep. yeah, so you remember the exact date. Yeah. I, st- were I you... still have the materials, so that's <laughs> why I know. 
Were you working uh, inside a company or were you uh, already a consultant at the time? No, then I, uh, I started with a Corman company, Sandvik Corman in, in marketing department, mm. and then to Becker's paint company in Stockholm, mm -hmm. and then to a pharmaceutical biotech company called Pharmacia. Mm. And at Pharmacia, that's when I finished the development of Lutz. Mm. How, how many organizations have worked with Lutz now all over the world, and how many consultants? Uh, how many people have gone through the LOTS, LOTS program? We estimate, and that's a minimum, that one million leaders and co-workers have been through the program. Wow, been it's, through it's the probably program. more because we, some people are out on the market without us knowing about it. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. absolutely more, but it's not less than a million. And then we have trained copies of ourselves as a LOTS coach. Mm. We have trained over 6,000 people now. Mm. And they are out and doing the LUTS process? Yes, yeah. in 60 countries. Okay, 60 countries, wow. So, um, we're talking about before we had the microphones that this uh, sometimes goes back in trends, uh, this, the latest management uh, uh, trend and it's coming and going, but you've been strong for all these years. So, what, what makes LUTS different than other process? or other ways of working? When, when we do our follow-ups with our customers, the most frequent response uh, why LUTS is good is that we've got a common language in the organization. Mm -hmm. So that's one. The other one is that we have also got a tool uh, so that when we sit down to discuss whatever issue it is, we have the language and the tool and can focus 100% on the content. Mm. Yeah. And you come out of the meeting with a concrete plan for whatever issue you talk about. Okay. So a practical tool and a common language. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what they say. Okay. And uh, I wanted to talk about two of the concepts that you have. And one is this uh, outside in, inside out. So can you explain a little bit what that means? It and means that uh, when we were born, we are very much also, of course, coming from inside out. Mm. But we are also programmed like that. I mean, we are so dependent on other people. So I need food. I scream if I don't get food. Mm. I, I, I have too much air in the stomach, so I shout, I need help. So yeah. everything is focusing on myself. And when we grow up, we should come to an understanding of that we belong to something that is bigger than ourselves. Mm -hmm. We belong to a family, a community, maybe all the way up to all of us living on spaceship Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, we belong to it, we're part of it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like uh, Daniel Goldman in his book, Emotional Intelligence, he says that the first time the child learns about, show that they can understand the outside in thinking is that they start to say thank you when mm -hmm. they get something. Mm. And uh, so, but unfortunately under stress or other ego traps, we become so inside out that we are not functioning well mm. as an individual, as a team or as an organization. Mm. And uh, you remember what happened to Volkswagen and uh, mm. how they manipulated the data regarding yeah. uh, 
uh, environmental pollution. And, so yeah. on. and th that's a, such an example of inside-out mm. way of thinking, which will not benefit our customers or stakeholders. And yeah. we're just doing it from an inside-out reason. Yeah. So outside-in means you start from the customer perspective, or you start from the stakeholder perspective. And yes. Yeah, that's and that. take that in. Yeah. And then, of course, we need to meet that with an inside-out response, mm -hmm. based on our knowledge, or competence, whatever we have. Mm -hmm. So, any ways, any practical ways that you can do that as a leader? Is it just take a deep breath and reflect, and uh, try to put yourself in the other person's shoe, or what yeah. are some? Sherlock Holmes was so good in solving murders because he had the ability to walk in the footsteps of the murderer. Yeah, ah, so yeah. he could understand this. Yeah. Situation. And I think that uh, as a leader, we should understand how our customers are thinking in their situation. How yeah. does it look like? But also outside-in stakeholders, important stakeholder, of course, my colleagues. Mm. And uh, we are using one technique out of many to, to help and support this. And you may have heard of paraphrasing that before mm. you respond to someone, just repeat what they said. Mm. to prove that you have been listening. Mm -hmm. So I to prove that you've been listening, you just repeat what the other person said? Yes, I just did exactly. That <laughs> you did it in an excellent way. And you saw Thank my you. face then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Good uh -huh. paraphrasing leads to a big smile. Yeah. It's the, the seven habits of highly successful people. Doesn't he have a similar phrase that first seek to understand before, before one of the habits in the Stephen Covey's yeah, classic book is a similar concept. First, seek first to understand and then be understood. Start yeah. with the outside in. It is very similar. Yeah. It's definitely very similar. Yeah, we were discussing coaching before and I said that uh, it started with Socrates and, and you were saying that parts of the Bible was already a lot of wisdom there that is yes. being <laughs> rehashed yeah. in different... In Swedish it's called Ordsbroksboken. So you may... I, I, right now I don't have the English yeah. word for that part of the Bible. Yeah, so trends come and go, but some things are the same all, all these years. Yes, they are. But we need to remind ourselves. Yeah. So another concept is that you have is this, the five aspects. Mm -hmm. The five aspects, what, what are the five aspects? Five aspects is about to understand a little bit more about myself and also about my colleagues, mm. people around me, family members. Mm. And it's not enough to know that here is Oscar. Mm. It would be fantastic if I could see more of Oscar. And that led to a model called Five Aspects, that by seeing five aspects of Oscar, uh, Oscar himself can learn and develop, but mm. I can also perhaps handle him in a better way if I'm the leader. Mm. So and the first aspect is, of course, the body, mm -hmm. the body that has the perception that all the senses mm -hmm. from which you create a picture of the world and uh, that body can go to work in the morning and be very happy mm -hmm. but it's the same body so it's another aspect it's emotions mm -hmm. so and then suddenly during coffee break someone says something I get so <laughs> angry or sad <laughs> yeah. so this body with its emotions can go home in the evening and sit down and reflect upon how come I was so glad when I went to work and suddenly I was so pissed off. Yeah. And uh, so that's another third aspect, the uh, mind. 
-hmm. which thinks and reflects and organizes planning and so on. And then, when you're sitting there, you say, this is not the first time that my boss is treating me like that. Mm -hmm. And then we run into our fears. Mm -hmm. Maybe they want to get rid of me, mm. or something like that. Mm. And that's not a good place to be in. Yeah. We end up in our own ego trap, mm -hmm. and we cannot stay. It's terrible to be there. Mm. So we start to put up something we call compensation ambitions. Only if, only when will I be happy, and so on. Mm. So what we try instead is to come down to here and now, mm. try to get out of our fears, mm. According to the model, it's only through our five aspects. Model, it's the only way is to be here and now, be present with mm. what's happening, and get in contact with the more loveful qualities of life and work, mm. with the will, I'm in contact with my own will. Uh, I can feel empathy with people, I can be playful, spontaneous, curious, creative, mm. Mm. And how important are these qualities in life? And yeah. of course, everyone says it's very important. Yeah. Fine, let's build them into our program. How do yeah. we make sure that these qualities permeate our yeah. organization? Wasn't uh, number four and five, was that spirit? No, what is number four and five? The four that I mentioned now, we call mm. them the model, the soul. soul the yeah. corporate soul. So that's the, the, the fear based is related to soul. But, but the fear can keep us away from the soul. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. And so then the, the fifth one is? Fifth one is that I wake up in the morning full of energy, life energy. I experience meaning, mm -hmm. being alive, mm -hmm. without work or my family. Mm -hmm. I feel hope for the future. Mm -hmm. I Walking try. by some kids here. And I think that they're very happy. Just they, have, they have they're all these soul <laughs> qualities, yes. So we need to unlearn everything we've been programmed to. Yeah. So, because I'm reading your book at the moment, and when I was going through these, the five aspects, one thing that I was thinking about that some organizations, you start talking about soul and you start talking about, uh, what's the f na what do you name the fifth aspect? Spirit. Yeah, if you're talk, talking about soul and spirit to mm -hmm. some. CEO that just looking at numbers. Mm -hmm. How do they take it? But, uh, I, I be really believe they would need it, but do yeah. they know they need it? <laughs> Maybe at first they see a possibility to increase the profit. Ah, <laughs> so they can use, use soul and spirit yeah. to make but, more uh, money. Yeah, yeah but uh, it's, uh, I think most people inside have experience of wonderful here and now moments and mm. want to live it like mm. you when you're yeah. out sailing. Yeah, yeah. You don't need a mindfulness program no, when you're out sailing. Yeah, no, just breathe and look at the, at the ocean. And yeah, and it's interesting yeah. that the fifth aspect and breathing mm. is the same word in so many languages. So the first thing we do when we were born, we inhale. Mm. And the last thing we do, we exhale. Mm. And depending <laughs> on the breathing, right now we've been walking for some time, so <laughs> I can notice that on my breathing. Yeah. And the uh, reason I do this format is so I get my exercise while working. Uh, that's perfect. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, uh, with one exception, that's English. And the English have chosen the word spirit, mm. which comes from Latin spiritus. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the synonyms of spirit, it says breath of life. Mm -hmm. So uh, this. And if, mm. if you have heard of or practiced yoga, for example, yeah, yeah. they emphasize so much your breathing. Yeah, yeah. 
And so you can sit down here if you want to. So the fifth uh, aspect is uh, spirit. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, so these five aspects, when, when you do your leadership programs, you, you, how do you look at the five aspects in, for, in an organization? We, uh, we keep coming back to it. It's being <coughs> introduced the first morning mm -hmm. and we keep coming back to it. Mm -hmm. um, sit down here so we get, uh, get some, it's a nice place so you can be in the now. Mm -hmm. So we keep coming back to it, uh, uh, and right now when we sit down here, it's much more easy to come down and be here now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then everything that's happening in this organization right now, within each individual or in the team, mm. we can see what's happening by using five aspects model. Mm. Why are people so afraid right now in our organization? Mm. Where does it come from? How should we handle that? Mm. And uh, so we, yeah, we keep using it all the time, mm. and especially for understanding how easy it is to end up in your own ego trap mm. when you meet with fears. Mm. You mentioned ego trap uh, a little bit. So how how would you define the ego trap? Ego trap is that I'm only concerned about myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So only outside. Not no, only inside, inside out. out. No. Yeah. I'm only concerned about myself. And I'm not fun to be with for anyone else and not for myself either. Yeah. So I need to get out of it in one way or another. Yeah. I asked a 32-year-old CEO. He had his uh, second job as CEO. Mm. And uh, 32 years. He was civil engineer and was also graduated from the School of Economics and had been a dance teacher during his studies. So the perfect guy. Mm. And um, I said, so when did you have your wonderful, you can also Oscar, think about mm. it now. Try to remember a wonderful, wonderful here now moment in your life so far. Mm. Yeah. And uh, after a while, while this guy answered that um, uh, it's when I take my car and I drive into the mountains, up in the mountains, through the forest, and then I walk through the forest mm. for some kilometers down to a lake where I fish for two days and I sleep outdoor mm. during night. So then I asked him, so when did you do that last time? And he said, after the, when I was 21. <laughs> so 11 years later. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a pity that we don't, we need to see what are my, because that's very yeah. individual, what are my here and now moments yeah, yeah. And, and make yeah. sure that you build them mm -hmm. into your everyday life. And imagine if he did that and when he came back he took the important decisions for the organization. Mm -hmm. After when you have done that reunion and just being yeah. here. Yeah. That's, uh, no, nature is very powerful. And, uh, I, had, uh, I worked in the, in, the, in the big international company and my my boss, the CEO of the company, he, uh, when the, it was really, really difficult, he took the plane and went to New York. Mm. And I said, how can you go away mm. now when you have to? And so I, I get a much better picture of the situation when I'm in New York instead of being here in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So that was his here and now moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I guess, yeah, nature is important for me, but it's not for everyone. Yeah. So you need no. to find your own. Your uh, own, your own yeah. Yeah. 
It's, uh, my wife grew up in Sao Paulo and uh, sometimes when I, I just want to sit and uh, look at the ocean somewhere in the middle of nowhere and she wants to go back to meet see people you know, yes. like, so it depends on yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. and we need to show respect for that yeah that's true and when, when I guess when I said that nature is uh, so powerful I, I, I was thinking from an inside out perspective I was thinking mm. from my perspective for yes. me nature mm. is very good but it's not for everyone maybe it's a uh, Go to an intense football game and or something, yeah. but find those moments basically. Exactly. Yeah, and and then you also realize that even if you do it for yourself, it has an outside-in ingredients in it because it, nature is doing something positive mm. to you. Mm. Yeah. So without the outside nature, you wouldn't mm. have the same feeling. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. You mentioned also that you're working on the latest version of Lutz. You've been doing this for 43 years and you constantly evolve it. Mm. So, how is that working? <laughs> like, the process has been there for so long and you constantly improve it. Mm -hmm. What are the improvements you're working on now? And how, how, is, how is it different than when you started? It's the, the the principle of a structured way of asking open question is still there, mm. uh, leading to an outside-in, inside-out way of thinking. Mm. Uh, the improvements is due to what things are happening in the society. People are much more stressed today. Mm. So I'm trying to, without destroying anything, trying to make the process a little bit faster to learn and faster to use. Mm. That is uh, the focus mm. of it. So the basic framework is the same, it's just looking at in small pieces and making it even better. Yeah, it? yeah. Oh, that's, uh, and, the, and then also more and more the outside-in way of thinking. And the five aspects also leads to uh, very fascinating vision discussions in Lutz. Mm. Uh, and it's so wonderful when an organization or an individual, an organization comes up with an outside-in five aspects vision because it has an impact throughout the whole organization. Mm. But unfortunately, still the majority of visions are inside out. Mm. We yeah. want to be the best, <laughs> we want to be the biggest. <laughs> Make money. Yes. Yeah. So, but uh, when we manage to get the outside in five aspects vision there, it's, it's beautiful, it's wonderful. So what is the vision of Lutz? More people care more about themselves, mm. each other, earlier and coming generations. We mm. are all one. Mm. We are all one. Yeah. What is the vision of Hans Ockeblom? It's the same. Same, yeah. I assume that yes. <laughs> you live it daily. I try. Try yeah. to live it daily. And we need to remind ourselves yeah. because uh, even I, of course, get into my ego traps now and then. Yeah. And then I need to get out of it. So you travel all over the world now. You were in Denmark recently and I believe you, you go all over the world and teach this concept, correct? Yes. When uh, will Hans retire? Uh, uh, when my last health... <laughs> when my health, yes. <laughs> when I exhale the last yeah, time. Yeah. No, but uh, I, I, I'm privileged to have this job and uh, I will continue as long as I have the health. Mm, yeah. Both. Yeah. Health in all five aspects. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, because it's interesting because uh, it seems like when people find their passion and really what the vision is and their, their mission in life, that why should you stop doing it? Mm, exactly. Yeah. Uh, technology, 
is changing how we, we live and how we work and operate. And, uh, I think technology can be used for good and can be used for bad. What are your thoughts on technology and the latest, all these latest things? Now kids are looking at their phone more mm -hmm. and more. And, you know. mm -hmm. yeah, as you said, it can be used for good and for bad. And uh, of course it is like that. It's like a knife. You mm. could kill another person, you could cut bread and feed the people. Yeah, so, yeah. and uh, but I, I, I think it, it, it has definitely opened up new possibilities also for us with Lutz to communicate. Mm, yeah. uh, we do quite a lot of job via uh, Skype mm. and we don't have to travel. Yeah. Every time we talk or discuss something and, uh, and uh, we don't have to send a, a letter to New York with a proposal for a new agreement. <laughs> you yeah. don't even have to send an email to do it. You can use Google Drive and do it at the same time with the other yeah. person. Of course that is efficient, it is. I mean, today when, when we met today, you came a bit early to the meeting and you said, oh, don't worry, I'll sit and work. Mm. And when I came, you, you were sitting with your phone working. So mm. it's... Uh, Everything is there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, for me, that's, uh, that's one positive thing with technology that, I mean, I try to live in Dubai in the winter and Sweden in the summer. And that with, your, with an internet connection, you can sit anywhere in the world. And yes. And then, of course, the downside is that you're always connected and it's difficult to disconnect. Yes, it is. Uh, you, you need the discipline there. Yeah. So, constant, constant improvement of LUTs. So, what is the future of LUTs? How do you see it? Uh, it's so wonderful uh, now. When I was in, in Denmark and I had participants coming from New Zealand, Taiwan, Beijing, Kuala Lumpur, mm. uh, Russia, uh, Dubai. London, uh, Denmark, mm. and to see the younger generation mm. appreciating Lutz and see they get a tool and in the evaluations also this was more than a tool. This, is, this will have an effect on my, both my private and professional life. Mm. The way of thinking and mm. acting outside in and inside out mm. in a balanced way over time. So mm. it's wonderful. Mm. And then uh, to keep spreading this all over the world. Yeah, mm. and to, to get new colleagues in uh, some of my colleagues have retired mm. and I'm getting new colleagues in and uh, I hope I have enough young <laughs> colleagues when when I exhale. Exactly. Now I know other uh, consultants that are from my mom's network that uh, when they start to get older their, their networks start to retire. Mm, so yes. they, they have all these uh, great connections in, in senior positions in a lot of companies and that mm. they have a steady income from them as clients mm. and suddenly they retire and yes. <laughs> you need to and, uh, and then a new young CEO comes in and he we wants to take the latest trend and <laughs> yes of course of course so yeah. that is probably happening to us also but uh, we're glad to see that it keeps moving yeah. in the right way yeah. but maybe we should move our later on then move our conference room to the elderly care yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> unit yeah. where my friends are. <laughs> yeah. It will be uh, in the future it will be virtual reality and it will be this uh, uh, artificial intelligence and this you will have the, the, the conference just put your, uh, your, your goggles on and they, they can see you do a Lutz process in the, yes, in the old, old folks home. Yes and I have a definition in the book Mm -hmm. saying that our age 
does not have to do with the year we were born, but rather with the degree of pain we feel when we are confronted with new ideas. Uh-huh, wow. So... Uh, Say that one more time. You're our age does not have to do with the year we were born, but rather with the degree of pain we feel when we are confronted with new ideas. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. Uh, I mean, for me, I, I think learning is uh, for life. Mm. That you should always be curious. And be, yeah. yeah. And, uh, this, uh, and then I think the, in, in the Lutz process you work a lot with questions, I understand. Mm. And that um, can be used in everyday life. Oh yeah, absolutely. You want to give a short, uh, like how the Lutz process is, is uh, like a short summary of the book. Because <laughs> you can, uh, can summarize it here and then you can read the book. But of course, the most impact you would have if you work with a Lutz coach mm. or if you, if you go through the process yourself. Yeah. But in, like in short, what is the, the Lutz process? Yeah, it's to say also, you cannot, you cannot uh, drive a car just by reading the book about yeah, how to yeah, drive a car. Yeah. So you have to do it also. Yeah under guidance in the mm. beginning and uh, but the, the first thing is to to define what is it we're going to reflect and decide upon mm. and spend time on that so it's fully clear because mm. otherwise we deviate here and there and we mm. talk a lot and maybe nothing comes out of it and mm. uh, and then when we know what we're going to reflect and decide upon who is the issue owner who owns mm. this issue mm. and without the issue owner being there you shouldn't accept to run the process mm because uh, you have to have the decision-maker there. And uh, when we know that this is the issue, then we always remind ourselves of the vision and values of our organization. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And hopefully our outside-in five aspects vision mm -hmm. and values. Mm -hmm. When we have reminded ourselves, we go into the present situation of our issue. Mm -hmm. Where are we today and why? What insights did we gain? Mm -hmm. And what do we foresee in the future? Mm -hmm. We call that the present situation. Then we know where we are and why. Mm. Then we have to think about for the future now, the purpose. Why mm. are we going to invest time or money into this? Mm. And when we do that, people will have an opinion about it. So what will we be characterized by mm. as our success factors? Mm. And within this frame of the purpose with our success factor, where is it then realistic to be mm -hmm. at a certain time in the future, our goals? Mm. When we know our goals, where we want to be, then we can step back to here now and say, what do we need to do now in order to get there? Mm -hmm. What should we continue doing, uh, start doing, mm -hmm. stop doing in order to get there? Yeah. Like keeping uh, your garden in a good shape. Mm -hmm. You keep some of the mm -hmm. stuff we have in mm -hmm. the garden, you take out some and mm -hmm. you buy a couple mm -hmm. of new things yeah. in activities and competence to get there and how do we split up the areas so, uh, or activities into areas of responsibility, organization. Mm -hmm. That's where organization comes in, mm -hmm. where m many people would love to start the process. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. And then we are living in a world where money is a reality. Mm -hmm. So what will the financial consequences of these decisions be mm -hmm. now? And how will we finance that? Mm -hmm. the resources. And then we make a risk analysis. Mm -hmm. And then we decide when do we meet again to update this plan. Mm -hmm. And then we're into a continuous process. Yeah. And that's uh, perfect. <laughs> and that's uh, the whole process in Because uh, I'm reading the book now, so then mm. I don't have to read the whole book. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you can just listen to it. Exactly. Yeah, no. I'll read it. The, the, you have on each uh, step, you have different questions you can ask. And, mm -hmm. and so, um, that's in uh, September, latest October, 
you can download an app for this. Ah, so the digitalization is coming to look. Yes, uh, and mm. I can. Okay. Excellent. Okay, so uh, an app that helps you through the process, or no? It's. No. Uh, I'll, I'll show you after. Yeah. Okay. Recording. We, we can post it later on on the blog post and mm-hmm. share that uh, that app as well. So, any examples of uh, organization? I mean, you work with so many different organizations all over the world, but any particular like where it's who really worked out well. Yeah, it's. Um, you worked at a couple of hotels, and yeah, yeah, you have hotel chains like mm. uh, Resedor with Radisson. You have uh, Scandic, and spent quite a lot of time down in Europe with them, Germany, and mm. so on. And uh, of course, Arla Foods, mm. more or less all over the world. Mm. And now the subsidiary president in Canada has left his job to work full time with Lutz and uh-huh. us now uh-huh. in Canada. So mm. that is, of course, fun and rewarding. The World Bank, IFC or the World Bank, is mm. a really fascinating project. And, yeah, there are many. Mm. And also interesting things from Hadassah Hospital in Israel to, to uh, Pentagon and to uh, the secret police of Sweden. And Fergus Stiftelsen for you. Uh-huh, the yeah. Association for the Archipelago, the islands, the natural parks outside, yeah. uh, outside of Stockholm. Ah. So it's save the children, or uh, yeah. there are so many. Yeah, you've yeah. been doing this for a long time, and yes. you have a long list of clients on, oh, yeah. on your website. So yeah. Anything else you want to, to share for the, the listeners? Any advice? Or? Yeah, I think that uh, take the opportunity to get your here now moment every day. Mm. Yeah. Whatever is your favorite here now moment, mm. and, and take it. It's so easy to forget it in a stressful world. Yeah, and put your phone on flight mode when. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not only when you're on the airplane. <laughs> exactly. What is your uh, here and now moment for you? Yes. R- yes. What is your moment? What do you? How do you recharge your batteries? Uh, I love the water, so. Uh, when I go out in the boat, I never have to think about a course in mindfulness mm, or so because mm, mm. then I'm totally here now. So mm. water to me is very special. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe we can meet in a couple of years and we do this again. Because I think you will continue to do this for many, many more years. Absolutely. Thank you so, so much. It would be fun. <laughs> Thank you for uh, uh, your curious questions. <laughs> no problem. Interesting discussions. Thank you. So there we go. Uh, Hans Okvlum shared some insights from developing Lutz over the last 40 years and uh, the process that's been used by millions of people all over the world. Really, really interesting. If you want to know more about Lutz, you can go to lutz.se or scandinavianleadership.com where you'll find more information about the process and if you want to become a facilitator and all these things. So, uh, okay, some action steps. We always uh, finish this, uh, this podcast with some ways you can implement what we shared in the episode. So what I want you to do is think about what he said there, your mad, your moment where you are in the now and where you can be mindful and where you can recharge the batteries. We talked about nature, that for me it's uh, being close to the ocean and for him as well, but he then also said that another <laughs> CEO that he worked with, it was uh, going to New York. So whatever it is for you, uh, think about uh, that place and if you have a picture of it, Put it as a background screen on your phone. 
And if not, go there and take a picture. And if that's not possible, just uh, search for uh, images on Google and find a, a picture that uh, reminds you of that place. And put it as a background screen and remind yourself that rejuvenation, recharging the batteries, is also really, really important. And try to do it uh, at least uh, uh, once a day. So for me, now when I'm back in Dubai, uh, I, I go down to the beach and go for a walk on the beach and watch the sunset. And I can have a super stressful day uh, doing lots of stuff, lots of meetings, uh, working on my different projects. But just half an hour walking on the beach, watching the sunset, everything is, uh, yeah, I just recharge and my batteries are, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, my, I, like when you plug in your phone overnight. My, I just need half an hour walking in the sun, by the sunset and I'm completely recharged. So um, find a picture, put it on the, as a background screen on your phone as a reminder and do it at least once a day take some time where you disconnect and just recharge the batteries so that's uh, how you can implement uh, action steps subscribe to the podcast and uh, we have more interesting guests coming up so subscribe to the, to the podcast and if you haven't listened to previous episodes we have some really really fascinating guests for example on the first episode i was with professor unestol the founder of mental training very very interesting episode uh, also i had uh, i think on episode three or four i had evan carmichael who is a youtuber he has more than one million subscribers to his uh, youtube channel and his channel is all about personal development uh, so that's also a very interesting episode if you haven't listened to that one so uh, subscribe and also download previous episodes share the podcast with people that are interested in these topics uh, i'm still growing the podcast so i'd love to have more listeners the more listeners i get the easier it gets to get interesting guests on the show so share the podcast on your social media and with people that you think would benefit from listening to these conversations and also you can go to strategictechcoaching.com uh, for example sign up for the procrastinator eliminator or produce effortlessly which is a course on uh, getting things done and the first part of the course is free so you go to strategictechcoaching.com and just scroll down and you see procrastinator eliminator very very good course on improving your productivity and getting things done so that's it for today thank you so much for listening Thank you for listening to the Strategic Tech Coaching Podcast with your host, Oscar Endermo. We'll catch you next time.